0: The following Shi'ur has been delivered by Diane Yosef Greenwald, Diane at the Beit For more information or Shi'urim, please visit dshc.org or call one eight four four two hundred 200 tshc That's one eight four 200
1: We'll use a pasuk in this week's parasha, Parashat Zinu as a springboard for an interesting... Back and forth, an interesting discussion between Maran Sarha Torah Rabbi Chaim, Olenu, and his father, the Stipler Akadosh. Printed up in the Kitvei Kilatiakov, the, the newer volume, not the one that was, uh, not one of the volumes that was published while the Stipler, uh, Zatzal was alive, but, uh, there's a collected edition. Ketvei Kilat Yaakov HaKazashim this is in Siman Kuf Ayin Aleph and the Pasuk says in our Pasha Ashechelev Zvachemai the Pasuk is actually talking in the context Moshe Rabbeinu predicting saying the Nevoah that the those, the motor on the of the Zarah will be punished at the end of time and the pasuk describing those that believe in other powers and they don't subscribe to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, they will eat the fats of their sacrifices that they sacrificed for the gods, for the uh, for the elilim, and they will drink the wine nisicham that they poured for the Avodazara. Now. Avodah Zarah, wine that's poured for Avodah Zarah, has a din of Avodah Zarah, like anything else that's used for foreign, for idol worship. Everybody remembers the uh famous Shetel controversy a number of years ago. It still hasn't been resolved, really, in any completely satisfying way um the question is the hair that was shaved off the women's heads in india was that being done was the hair being offered for sacrifices and if it is then it assumes the status of a sacrifice it's forbidden not only to eat it's forbidden to use in any meaningful way it's isurehana and um, the same thing you would have if anything was uh, was part of a church altar uh christianity is according to the consensus of many poskim is uh Zavod Zarah. Interestingly enough, Islam, which believes in one God, the simple consensus of the poskim, there are those that disagree, the simple consensus of the poskim, is that even though they have a false prophet, and false beliefs, but it's not a false God. So it's not Avodah Zarah. so something that comes from a mask, wouldn't be necessarily Yisuri Ana. In any case, um, this is not necessarily true on wine, Yayin nesek. We're all acquainted with the concept, uh, wine that was, uh, produced, cooked, bottled, handled by a, by a guy. So if the wine was actually used in the service of their idols, then the wine is like anything else that would become a sur bahana'ah, uh, with the din of tekrov Avodah Zarah. That's, that's a given. What's nitchadesh in this pasuk? the Gemara says now in Avodazara, chavtet, amud Bet, is that there's a din of Stam Yenam, wine that's touched by a goy. This is a far-reaching concept. So let's say it plays itself out. If you have wine lying around from Shabbat, and the cleaning lady comes in, uh, Mozeh Shabbat, or Sunday, and she moves the wine around, it's well known that wine that's handled by a non-Jewish person uh, becomes a B'shtia. You have to pour it out. It's so a lot of the wine today is Mevushal. Mevushal is wine that couldn't be used for idols. And they didn't ask for it. Okay. The Staitvura HaKadosh wanted to know, picture a rabbi from a, you know, from a community where there are not religious people, but you have traditional people that want a, uh, they want a kosher wedding. So you have a rabbi marrying them off, you have a Mesadek Kedushin. He makes the bracha on the cup of wine and he hands them, he hands them the cup, they take a sip of the cup. Uh, question being, they take a sip of the cup, if one of the two was a mechalel Shabbat Bifrahesia, Now, a, 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 a word... Uh, uh, or rather more than a few words of explanation is in place, but just in order to put the question down, let's just assume the definition. If one of them was a Mechalel Shabbat Befahesia, then the wine should become awesome because the Gemara tells us that somebody who's in uh, a Jew who is in Oved Avodazara, the Gemara tells us that his din, his halachic status is has the status of a goy. If he shechts, his shchita does not render the animal kosher. One, the Gemara Chum extends that that a mechalel Shabbat b'ferhesia, the wine that he touches is yainesli. He has a halachic status as a goy in terms of touching wine. That being said. The same way somebody who's completely throws off any allegiance to, uh, to Yiddishkeit, um his halachic status is a guy, somebody who's a mechalel shalat b'fahesia also has that status. As soon as the, Rav hand, the rabbi hands the, the, chata, the, kala, the cup of wine, they take a sip, that wine touched their lips, right? It becomes asur. As soon as they hold the, cu- the, the cup of wine, it becomes asur. If it becomes a suor, basically the rabbi is being machshul them in machalot asuro. He's giving them non-kosher food. How can you do such a thing? Now, again, most times when a couple gets married, even if they're not uh, shomrei shabbat, and there are many areas of halachat they don't keep, they're not mechale shabbat befehesia because that's not just somebody who drives on shabbat. That's somebody who totally does not believe in shabbat. The Gemara says, let's say if he would be, be embarrassed to drive in front, of a, uh, in front of a in front of a in front of a rabbi in front of a rabbi, that itself means that okay, you know he's giving in to his wants, desires, needs, whatever you want to call it, but he's not a self-identified, non-identifying Jew. He he knows he knows right from wrong. He knows Shabbat from uh, from Tuesday. It's not a Mechalei Shabbat. Generally speaking, a couple's in a traditional wedding, either they'll be so ignorant that they don't know anything about Shabbat, they can't be held accountable, what we call a Tinoch or they're not, if they're somewhat traditional, they're not completely uh, non-Shabbos, observant, so on and so forth, there's some degree of relationship with Shabbat, they would not be considered Mechalei Shabbat. But the question's a question. The Staple was asked this question on on a, on a, on a, on a psak level, a halachalamaisa level. So the question is what to do with such a thing. His son, the, the gadolador, Maran Torazatzal, brought a raya, as was his wont. Rabchaim Kanievsky had a Gemara for everything that was going on. And the Gemara, Khundaf Daf of an Aleph, brings a story with the Tana Rebbe Natan, gave Benching gave a kotscha bracha to a tziduki. A tziduki was an old time in the times of the Beis Migdush was an old time non believer in Torah and He was basically a Reformed Jew, uh second temple style. That luchayra would be would have a halakhic status of a mummer, of a mumer luchalat That's the case. Had he had him a cup of wine, as soon as he touches a cup of wine, it becomes asur. As soon as he drinks it, you, you're the one who is facilitating his, uh, I mean, he's Jewish. You're not allowed to facilitate, are you allowed to hand a non-religious Jew a cheeseburger to eat? Of course not. You're not allowed to be the cause of him uh, eating makalot syrup. Why would this be different? So this was a question that was asked by uh, Reb Chaim, and the question is, but why not? Why shouldn't it be asur? So we have a very interesting distinction that the, the Akronim point out. Something, there are some things, most things, that are a to eat. The, the object itself, the isur is in the object itself. Jews now eat nevela, trefa, so on and so forth. Even let's say uh, chicken mixed with milk, even if it's not Asur, midoraita, midurabanan, it's an object of, it's, it's what we call a chefza, it's an object of machalot asurot. The isur of stam yenam, there's very strong reason to believe that when they made an isser of Stam Yenam, they did not render that wine an object of Machalot what they said is we don't want Jews and non-Jews engaging in a meaningful way the way t- one of the ways of people getting together in a meaningful social way is drinking together, we know that right, it's a business meeting, drinking buddies social get togethers Parties, right? Drinking alcoholic beverages together is one of the primary vehicles of bringing people together in a meaningful way by the table. Sometimes that's positive, sometimes not. Most often not. But it's definitely meaningful, memorable, whatever term you want to use. That being said, Chazal wanted to l- draw up lines of demarcation, decided Red lines between social interactions between Jew and non-Jew. They said that drinking something, drinking together with a guy, we might point out. There's a halakhan, Shulchan aruch, in your day Bet, Bet Yosef brings this at length. Drinking in a social setting with a non-Jew is a, so it doesn't make a difference. You're not drinking his wine. You pulled out your bottle of wine, he pulls out his bottle of wine, drinking together with a guy is asur. So they also said that drinking wine that he came into contact with is also a form of associating in a meaningful way with the non-Jew. Don't do it, but not that the wine itself is asur. It's not machalot asur It's a form of interaction with a non-Jew that's forbidden. Let me give an example of this, by the way. We know that there are things, again, like we said, that the Rabbanan, Chazal up. Um One of the things that Chazal up was Bishuleakum, food that's cooked by a non Interestingly enough, the Maran in the Shulchan Aruch is much more machmir in Bishulei Akum. There are certain basic kulot that the Ashkenazim have that the Svadim don't have. Again, you know, there's a lot of details and we're not going to get into it. Um, uh, uh, about having non-Jewish help at home, these are these are major major problems. Having a non-Jewish pair of hands in the kitchen creates major major bishule uh, akum problems. It's a subject unto its own. But it's quite possible that the food itself that was cooked by a non-Jew is not food that's asur. It's the relationship with the Goy. If somebody cooks for you, you have some type of meaningful relationship with them. It might not be an intimate relationship, it's a cleaning lady, but it's, it might not be a close relationship, but it's certainly a relationship. Eating food that was prepared by a non-Jew is a form of forbidden relationship with a non-Jew. Chazal said, don't do it, don't have it, don't be it. That being said, the food itself is not Asur. What's the difference? It's Asur yeah, anyway. So you have non-Jewish uh, cleaning help cooked up an egg for the Jewish employer, can't eat the egg. What about the frying pan? Does it become asur? Is it the same thing as if you put meat and milk together in the frying pan? The frying pan needs to be cashered. We're machmer, unless it's something that can't be cashered, again that's a subject unto its own. But the, that's, the, the possibility is a very real possibility. There's no clear consensus. Some of the Rishonim, some of the post hold that the frying pan is not as-sur. The, there's nothing wrong with the food. The food is not as-sur. It's eating the food that a guy prepared, that a non-Jew prepared, brings you into meaningful contact with a non-Jew. But the taste that's in, in, that's embedded in the walls of the frying pan, that's, there's no contact there between the Jew and the non-Jew. Going back to Yayanesech, wine that was touched by a guy is not in and of itself forbidden food. It's not an object. It's not a chef's of machalot asurot. What is it? What it is, it's a form of meaningful contact with an Anjou. That being said, you could tell a person not to come into contact with somebody else, but you can't tell a person not to come into contact with himself. When you have the non-religious couple standing, you want to give them the sip of the wine, what are you telling him? You're telling him that if you come into contact with that wine, you're drinking it is you're coming into contact with yourself? Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Could you tell the person, don't drink the wine because you're coming into contact with yourself? The sentence not coming into contact with yourself doesn't make sense. Now, you could argue, what about the khatan to the kalab, the kalah to the khatan of both of them? Okay. That's uh that's obvious discussion. Can you tell a husband or wife that they're forbidden to come into contact with each other? That's a good question. But um, that would explain, based on uh, Reb Chaim Zattal's Raya, why uh, the stipler's concern would not be accepted la halacha, because when the sip of the wine is taken. The is, the isur would be don't come into contact with yourself. There's no such So, uh, for instance, let's say if, if, if somebody else would want to drink the wine after the non-religious uh, chatan o kala, and come into contact with wine, you'd be able to tell him, yes, you can't drink the wine because you're coming into contact with somebody even if he's not a non-Jew by birth, but he's identified as a non-Jew because he's living a total life of alienation from Torah mitzvot, so he's halachically a non-Jew, you can't drink his wine. Fine, I get that. But you can't tell the guy himself, the, the chatan himself, you're halachically forbidden to come into contact with yourself. That's why that concern wouldn't be a concern. Now, It's interesting that this Pasuk falls Parashat HaZinu, we always read Parashat HaZinu, the time of the year, where our focus is on becoming bigger and better Jews. And very often we get caught up in in terms of tshuva, in terms of uh, making ourselves, preparing ourselves to meet HaKadosh Baruch Hu, these holy days. We concentrate on do this, don't do that. You know the the things that are forbidden, even the mitzvot and the Aveirot. and there, like we said, there there are things that are objects that are forbidden. They're definitively asur. Then there's something else which is more subtle, but sometimes more profound. There's a defined sense of self. Do you see yourself as completely different than the non-Jews in the world around you? Do you, do you see yourself on a different plateau? Do you see yourself as belonging to a completely different culture, value system, and a nation? Do you realize what it means to be a member of the chosen nation? Do you feel that specialness, that apartness? And even if things are not forbidden, but Chazal gave us that sensitivity in so many areas in our life, it's really such a fundamental part of the work that we're supposed to do this time of the year, is self-identifying as a member of the Amhan of Khar. We We should be zocher to be mekabel upon ourselves. Torah, mitzvot, tshuva, coming close, developing a real, a real time kesher with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and developing that sense of joy that comes from the being the privileged member of the nation of Hakadosh Baruch We should be zocher to live with Hakadosh Baruch Hu all our lives and to savor the relationship that we have with Him.
0: This audio series has been brought to you by the Sephardic Halakha Center. The center is committed to advancing research and application of halacha in the Sephardic community nationwide. For a halakha consultation, monetary beddin services, to order this series or to sign up to receive the Sephardic Halakha Journal, or for all other information, please call one 844 200 TSHC or email info at theshc.org to subscribe.